Bonjour amigos! Welcome back to the fishbowl. I'm Bob. That's Fishby over there on the bass. Forthcoming. Is Easter the greatest hoax in the history of the world? Plus, how to raise your athleisure game during these troubling times. And the straight jizz on boater health. Not sure what that means, Fishby, but uh, it's it's fun to say, isn't it? The straight straight jizz on on boner health. I'm sure we're all we're all looking forward to that. That that tease really accomplished all three missions. It uh, it uh, it piqued interest. It uh, it created suspense and set the vibe for the show with lines like uh, the straight jizz on uh, on boner health. But before we get to the fishbowl. And I, I just made a quick list here, but uh, and those that have been listening to the show you, you, for a while now, you already know this, but I am scared of way too many fucking things for like an adult to be scared of. Like most of these things are completely irrational. Some make sense, most irrational, but just a brief list of some of the shit I'm scared of, like legitimately scared of, I'm scared of snakes. Scared of eels. They're like snakes, only worse. Like, eels are creepy. Large bugs? No, thank you. Heights? Mm Mm-mm. Horror movies? Not for this guy. My, uh, my nightmares are bad enough as it is. You could, you can keep your, your Saw movies. Never seen one of them. Never seen 30 seconds of a Saw movie. You're it. No, no thanks. Not, uh, not this cowboy. Uh... I'm scared of amusement park rides where your feet dangle or, or if it goes too fast. Either one of those things will prevent me from getting on a ride that most nine-year-olds would enjoy. Believe it or not, I'm scared of public speaking. I'm scared of large groups. I'm scared of living in a world where I don't get to smoke weed. I'm not scared of all of them, but I'm scared of many girls completely irrationally. Com- I don't know why, ladies. I don't, I don't know why, but some of you, like, I, I, I get intimidated and I, I clam up and I get scared. This is weird. When I take my, uh, my racquetball, whose name is also Bob, just, just to avoid confusion, because I'm, I'm not legally allowed to, to own firearms or, or pets. I don't I'm making it up about the pet thing, but I can't have pets where I currently live at the podcast dojo. So to make up for my lack of pet, of course, I got a great new desk plant. Might might be named Plantasia. And I take my racquetball Bob for a walk. But when I'm taking Bob for a walk, uh, I go out of my way to avoid stepping on cracks. Sometimes it's uh, it's unavoidable. These cracks, but I, I do my best to avoid them because, gosh forbid, I step on one and come home and my, my mother's been injured, right? Um, but my most irrational fear is, uh, is the fear of the number 13. And obviously, I have no idea on, on what the date is when you're consuming this fine, fine audio product. But the day I'm recording it is April 13th of 2020. I don't even know where this irrational fear 
of the number 13 started. I haven't always been scared of 13s. I'm not sure at what point I gained this fear, but it's 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 really ridiculous. Would I ever stay at a hotel room with the number 13 in it? No. Would I ever stay on the 13th floor? No. Would I ever sit in an airplane aisle 13? No. This is this is irrational. Again, I haven't always been scared of it. Since I was 14 years old, maybe even 13 years old, ironically enough. My shoe size has been 13. Was then, still is now. Do my shoes scare me? Do I somehow think I'm going to have bad luck all day when I'm walking around in my size 13 shoes? No, doesn't bother me. My firstborn daughter was born on the last Friday, the 13th, uh, pre-Y2K of 1999. Does that scare me? No, I, I love her birthday and I love my first daughter. Arguably the greatest day of one's life when one becomes, when one becomes a father. Yet here I am, still, still scared of 13th. I'm scared because today is the 13th that I'm somehow gonna, gonna completely fuck up this show to such a point that you'll never want to come back and hang out with me and Fishby ever again. Seriously. So we're actually, we're, we're gonna stick our head in the dragon's mouth here and hope everything works out. Because we got, we got good news and bad news. The bad news is what some people would argue is the best segment of the show. Uh, the last one, because it, it's the end. Uh, the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale. We are going to omit that today. Because we are going to attack exactly, including Isaiah's question, 13. 13 questions in the fishbowl on this, the 13th day of April. At a time of my life when, when, when I'm scared to leave the house because I'm scared I'm going to get the virus and I'm accidentally going to kill someone I love. That's true. That's actually a rational fear. We, I think, we should, we, we should all do our best to stay home and not get anyone we love sick. Right? We owe that to each other. So, uh, so Fish B, just just to keep me nice and loose here, just to keep me loose, let's make it let's make it uh, let's make it a keytar kind of day. A lot of synthesizer, a lot of keytar. All right, okay, let's try. Let's see what happens here. Question one, Fish B. Let's hop to it. The day after Easter. What's first? When the fuck is Trump going to pardon the Tiger King? I know it seems like, shouldn't Trump have already pardoned the Tiger King? And we here at the Fishbowl, we don't make many guarantees, but we guarantee that Trump is going to pardon Joe Exotic the Tiger King because this is, this is what Trump does. And Fishbee doesn't like me saying this out loud. But, I, but I'm going to say it again. Fishby has this, has this horrible extra-dimensional premonition that Joe Exotic is going to catch the virus in jail and it will become this national, probably global soap opera, soap opera, excuse me, as Joe Exotic's life hangs in the balance. And I know that's not funny. I'm not trying to be funny. That's just, again, the extra-dimensional premonition 
that Fish B has over there. Sooner rather than later is when, is when Trump is going gonna, is gonna to pardon the Tiger King. Uh, latest Tiger King news uh, in my world because I'm following it close. Did you know Joe Exotic, previously married to a woman and has a 38-year-old son, and that 38-year-old son worked at the quote-unquote zoo and was even in the, in the Netflix documentary, but they didn't point out it was Joe's son, and Joe treated him like shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Exotic has a 38-year-old, and his son has, has three kids of his own. And, and Carol Baskin, yeah, Carol Baskin, uh, she's furious at Netflix for the way the documentary series turned out. And she's even had to give up her bike ride. So Carol Baskin is very upset. Uh, back to the original question. Trump, any day now, may, maybe by the time you hear this, I'm tentative to even put a time frame on it, but soon, soon, Trump is going to pardon Joe Exotic. What's next? Oh, that guitar is soothing, Fishby. If I wear gloves, is it safe to give my boyfriend a hand job in the park? Because, <laughs> uh, because, yeah, because your car is right. That's you're sharing too much air in the car. So you want to go to the park, which may or may not be open, and then what? You're gonna you're gonna bring two blankets, one one to sit on and one to throw over y'all. That's uh that's great. That'll be fun. Um, I don't want to give out any bad information. I'm just going to say no. Just just be- better safe than sorry, especially on, on, on this one. We're, we're dealing with so many 13s, like, like right in her face, like the hand job got. Uh, we finished it right in, the, right in her face, and now we're covered in, covered in, covered in 13. Um, so no, no. Uh, if you wear gloves, it's, it's not safe. To give your boyfriend a hand job in the park. What's next, Fishby? More guitar. Is the Daily Dawn show getting better or worse? The Daily Dawn show is getting worse. Dawn is, and, and by Dawn, I mean the president of these United States, or or Don. Uh, today, he showed a propaganda campaign video, which by all accounts was fucking creepy. Like, like he's now using the press conference for propaganda videos. Even in North Korea, they're like, what the fuck? Like, even we didn't think of this. Like, that's, uh, that, is, that is impressive work, Don. Maybe maybe that's maybe Kim Jong Un maybe that's what their summits were about just give propaganda tips, um, and the president now maintains that uh, he has total and absolute authority over the states total and absolute authority no no authoritarian or dictatorial language there nothing to worry about nothing to see here no problem at all President Trump is on it. And he's got total and absolute authority, a thought which should send shivers down a dead man's spine. What is, uh, what's next, Fish B? What's question four? Let's deal with this. Did you like the movie Parasite? 
the movie Parasite, which 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 is on Hulu. Um, and I know some people are like I hate subtitles. I can't deal with. There's there's not a ton of dialogue. You're not reading paragraph after paragraph of subtitles, and and Parasite, the movie of the year, won all the awards. It absolutely, one hundred percent, should have won every single one of those awards. At, it, for sure, the best movie that uh, that I've seen in quite some time. Parasite was was outstanding. A plus. Uh, both of both of my thumbs up. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Parasite. Uh, uh, watch it if you if you have the chance. Says says me, and I'm a global media buzzman. What's next, Fish B? Fuck, we're in the 13th minute. The 13th minute, doing 13 questions on the 13th day of the month. Let's just, let's just breathe. Okay, hand me the question. Can you explain Mark Cuban's pandemic... Excuse me, see? I can't even fucking read it. I've got it in my head. Can you explain... Mark Cuban's Pandemic Overdraft Protection Program. There's a lot of, a lot of P's in that sentence. Fans of alliteration are doing fucking backflips. Uh, can you explain Mark Cuban's Pandemic, pandemic Overdraft Protection Program? Uh, actually saw Mark Cuban uh, uh, touting this on Fox News Sunday. I watch all the Sunday political shows because I'm a nerd of biblical proportions. I miss the day after Easter. But th- this actually make, makes a ton of sense. Uh, rather than small businesses uh, uh, having uh, this bailout money uh, matriculate its way from, from, from the federal government and the treasury to local banks and then local banks give loans to the businesses, let the businesses be able to uh, basically go over the balance of their accounts for things like payroll, utilities, etc., etc., the core expenses of operating their businesses. And then the banks get reimbursed by the government for that money, if that makes sense. It is, it is, it is a much cleaner procedure because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of small businesses all over this country haven't even gotten close to being able to access the, the stimulus money that uh, the government has released to, uh, to help the, the local establishment. So, yeah, that makes a ton more sense. They should just ask Mark Cuban's opinion on most everything. Mark Cuban, the owner of uh, the Dallas Mavericks and on Shark Tank and all that stuff. I probably should have set that up before the question, but I'm blinded by, the, by, by these numbers. What's next, Fishby? Since you've been working out of the house forever, do you have any suggestions on upping my personal athleisure game? Sure, sure. I, uh, I take my athleisure game serious. It's, it's very important to be comfortable when you're me. Um, I don't know. Do you like Nike? Do you, do you like Some people hate it, but I, I'm, a, I'm a Pacific Northwest kid, and uh, that's, where, that's where Nike's from, and I've worn Nike my whole life. Um, 
Nike make makes these pants and, and, and sweatshirts, but but really the pants. It's it's this fabric that's called uh they refer to it as jersey. Uh, if if you want to go someplace and buy it, you want the Nike pants that are made out of uh, the jersey material. But really, it's basically just just thick like a like t-shirt material. So they're super lightweight. They're like sweatpants, but 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 they're not thick like sweatpants. So they they like they breathe better. They're like they're just they're comfortable. They're they're, they're cool, and they they have a nice cut to them. Um, you know, like like. They're not so. Uh, they're certainly not so trashy. You can't go shopping in them. In fact, uh, you know, get a get a get a top that goes with it. You you go shopping in style in this athleisure game. So uh, the Nike the Nike shit that's uh, that's made out of jersey. There you go. What's next, Fishby? Did you ever think you'd see the day? Where everyone is rooting for Big Pharma. No, no, I didn't. But but like you, uh, on the list of things I was concerned about, like snakes and eels and large bugs and heights and horror movies, etc., etc., uh, I didn't have anywhere on that list. Uh, you know, you know what, you know what really has me scared out of my mind. A once-in-a-century global flu pandemic. It's been a long time since the Spanish flu, so we're uh, uh, ignorance wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't bliss uh, in this case. But yeah, all of us now we're just all kind of keeping our fingers crossed that somehow AI and big pharma miraculously stumble upon an anecdote to the virus, a vaccine, sooner rather than later. So yeah, we're all like, go big pharma. Yeah, fucking crooked as fuck until now, and still are, but somebody, somebody's got a pot of gold waiting for them. And that's whoever comes up with the, uh, comes up with the anecdote, the vaccine. What's next, Fishby? Is Easter the greatest hoax in the history of the world? Yeah, we just had Easter. I didn't. Uh, I didn't celebrate other than uh, other other than other than uh, uh, preparing a meal. Um, you know, a- as a as a Rostagno Bud Medi, fifty percent of the Rostagno Bud Medi is being agnostic, and and that means I don't know. I wasn't there 2,000 years ago or 2,020 years ago, and, and, and neither were you. I mean, my hunch is, my inkling, my suspicion is, yeah, that, uh, that, uh, that's the greatest hoax in this. But I don't know. We weren't, we weren't there. We don't, we don't, we, we don't know. So, so, so in lieu of, of a proper response, what we're going to rank number one is the greatest hoax in the history of the world is uh, the vice pastor, uh, Mike Pence, pretending to be a straight man. He's, he's fooled a lot of us, but, but not all of us. What's next, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fishby. Oh, good grief. Here we go. Would you like to tell everyone why you started sleeping naked? I mean, Fishby, don't we have, don't we have, don't we have, don't we have enough on our, on our, 
in our plates uh, right now. Um, uh, this is, I'm, I'm not sure how exciting or interesting this is. Uh, a few a, a, a few years ago, I had I had a, a very a, a significant uh, pneumonia infection. Uh, it spread to my heart. It it, it made it made it, it made my health bad. And, and also, I've had I've had I've had five spine surgeries and degenerative disc disease. Uh, long story short, uh, there was there was a time here a few years ago where let's just say I wasn't exactly priding myself on the caliber of my erections. Uh, my erections appeared, uh, had seen better days. But uh, 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 now I'm, I'm pleased to report that, uh, that uh, cause I'm sure you really care that, that my boner health is, uh, is fine. And, and to maintain a, a maximum uh, boner health, uh, they say you should, you, you should you should sleep nude because over the course of the the evening, uh, as you sleep, uh, uh, your body is uh, is is uh, inflating and deflating uh, 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 you or your the other some person that you're sleeping next to uh, their, their 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 penis, and that's what that's what makes their erection healthy. And 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 when you sleep in underpants, you don't you don't you don't get the full extension, right? So you, okay, all right, can we move on? We are great, fantastic. What's next? <laughs> Oh, we are, uh, and yes, I'm I'm aware that we're we're over time, and it's just gonna, it's just gonna it's just gonna be that way. Run it running a little long today. Sorry, usually like to keep these under twenty minutes, but not to, not so much today. Obviously, you can you can see the time as well as I. What's an appropriate delivery tip during the virus? Double. If you could do more than double, I mean, whatever you can. If, if you can't afford to do double, then you don't. But you definitely don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, people that don't tip anyway are are, are horrible people. And 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 uh, you know what? In the midst of a global flu pandemic, I'm not going to say what what people that don't tip uh, deserve because that's probably going to sound a little harsh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find my inner smile. YouTube yoga with Adrian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go easy, but double. I, I think if you can, if not, if if not even a little more, we gotta find a way to tip uh, uh, grocery store workers, you know, and the people at Target and the, and the Walmart and fucking Jiffy Lube for God's sake, you know, the tire shop, all these essential businesses. What's next? If ending the quarantine means people will inevitably die, when's the appropriate time to end it? Wow, there is there there is a big New York Times story on this on on this over the weekend. Um if ending the quarantine means people will inevitably die, which 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 which, which it does, hence the word inevitably. Uh, when's the appropriate time? to end it. I suppose the answer is whenever we get to the point that the least amount of people are going to die, right? And and we don't know we don't know when that is. We we have to wait for for the sta- the scientists and the statisticians to to provide us with that data. But but whenever we reach a point where where the number's not going to get any lower or it's or it's going to be you know a, a minimal change, I think that's when you do it, but we we can't do it before then. What's next?
Who had the better show this week? John Oliver or Saturday Night Live? Now, SNL did the new content, and, and the ratings were huge, I read. The, the biggest ratings for SNL since, since Eddie Murphy came back and hosted last year. And that was their biggest ratings night in, in years and years. Um, SNL was great. If, if, if there is one bright side, or what one bright side is not the right term, but by, what, one like shimmering, like, like, like positive, um, these strange, tumultuous, horrible times in many ways that, that we're all currently coexisting through right now um, is creating a lot of really great creative energy. Um, I have a saying that, uh, that I refer to sometimes when I'm suffering, and it's, uh, blessed is the pain for it makes the art beautiful. And, um, and, and there's a lot of creative people churning out a lot of, of really great creative shit right now. And, and SNL, the, the entire cast that did shit from home, it was, uh, it was really good. It was really, really good. But if you're making me pick, John Oliver this week about, about essential workers just made so many great points. And it, it was so well written and so well delivered and just, and just so well done. Just A++++. Not all, I mean, almost as good as Parasite. Uh, John Oliver this week. Um, random HBO thing. Uh, Westworld was a disaster. Westworld might have, Westworld World might have jumped the shark, but... We'll get to that some other time, but and then, and then with the with the with with the rat a portrait, um, yeah, John Oliver, just uh, 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 tip of the cap uh, to you, sir. And oh, there's Isaiah's music, which means we finally reached the thirteenth question. Facing facing our fears head on here. Uh, we don't know if it's the right thing or not, but at least we're being brave. Isaiah writes, are you still, are you, I can't even read it. That's how, I mean, tell you these 13s, they get me. Are you still scared of the number 13? Uh, Somebody, somebody knew what we were going to do. That's why he's the executive producer. You know, now that, now, now that we've talked about it, and this is this is this is why, why talk therapy and psychiatry and counseling and those things work. Uh, somehow, uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, talking about things does make them uh, less scary. Am, am I ready to, uh, to to run out there and my next tattoo to be the number thirteen on my forearm below my black rose? Uh, no, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm quite there yet, but uh, I am I am I am not uh, I am not scared. Of, uh, of the number 13 at, at, least, at least not as scared as I was at, uh, at the very beginning of, uh, of, 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 of this show so thank you Isaiah and, and, and thank you for, uh, for hanging out these uh, 27 plus minutes uh, with us uh, we appreciate you we can be found on social media if you want at Bob Van Dyne or at Bob's Fishbowl bobsfishbowl.com I'm told is lovely this time of year uh, fingers crossed Mantis is prayed. Back mignon. Until then, say adios, Fishbee.